0: With us. We're out of place, I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great, you're not my fat, you can't relate, straight out going state to state, before you cross me, look both ways, leaving the scene, with no trace, not in my lead, you out of place, I'm not at the top, I'm out of space, can't eat with us, we're out of place, I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great, you're not my fat you can't relate, straight out going state to state.
1: Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, and I'm here with the one and only Steve Macklin. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, how are you? I'm great, very excited to sit down and talk with you. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a big fan of Impact Wrestling. We promote Impact Wrestling to no end, and it's great to see you here at Destiny Wrestling in the Don Koloff Arena. Now, my first question is, last show you defended a title that you recently won. This show, you're going after a title that you probably wanna add to your already growing collection. Mm -hmm. How do you go up against a guy like Aiden Prince, who in this situation has his back up against the wall, not being, not really tangling with you, other than this is the first time you two will meet. So it's hard to, I guess, gauge him as an opponent and for him to gauge you as an opponent. Not to give away a strategy, but how do you prepare for someone that you've never tangled with before?
0: Uh, You just go into a cold match just with an open mind. Like I was saying before, with even going into the street fight with Rich Swann, uh, just having a false count anywhere, you just have to have that open mind of anything can happen. And that's one of these matches, it's for the prestige, or not prestige, the Destiny world title. Sorry, headlines of uh, prestige and uh, revolver combined, I have company minds in my head. But uh, being here at Destiny uh, and going for the title, it's something I'm looking forward to, especially the people that have held the title. Uh, And it's just another way for uh, me to be introduced here in Canada.
1: Absolutely, and it's great to see you here in Canada. Now, having that veteran background that you do in serving with the Army and all that stuff, serving Marine Corps, Corps, my apologies. I know, know, that's right. See, Canada, we only have really one, we only have one thing. That's all we have. So being in the Marine Corps, How has that, I guess, adapted or helped you with the wrestling business? I guess knowing the rigorous schedule and routine that Marine Corps kind of, the core values that Marine Corps, the Marine members have. How has that helped you kind of, I guess, in your pro wrestling career?
0: Uh, Things can always go wrong. Uh, It could always be worse, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. It absolutely does. Murphy's Law. Yes. And uh, it's the hurry up and wait game. Here we are. I got to the venue early and we're doing questions, waiting on the ring to be set up. So I can kind of warm up and get ready for my title match. So it's like the hurry up and wait game and be impatient. And when it's time to go to work, it's time to go to work.
1: I do have to air out some. There is a little bit of heat here because uh, we did a prediction show. We are the official prediction show. And Ma- Ma- Mr. Macklin is very upset that we did not pick I'm not him. upset. Well, I'm just calling you you're
0: me. calling me out for it. You're
1: calling me out for it. You are calling me out for it. Okay. But we are, I will admit it, we are Aiden Prince Marks. And okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I do think, and I did say in the prediction show, that you would be a tough task because this is two juxtaposition. You have the speed and the high flyer of Aiden Prince, but with you, you have a very unique hybrid style about you. And I mean that as an absolute compliment. You can do all kinds of things, but you also have that brute force and that, to be cliche, that ruthless aggression that you sometimes need to have to pull over those wins. Do you find it um, interesting in this day and age where there are so many different layers to pro wrestlers that you yourself kind of, in a way, you kind of remind me of a a golden age of wrestling. You have that old school feel about you, but in a new school way, Does, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it's just finding what works for you and what stands out. And that's one of the things when I first left WWE and when I was like, oh, and getting to impact, I'm like, okay, cool. What do I have to do that'll make me stand out that's different from everybody else? And again, back to my military roots, I'm naturally overly aggressive when it's time to go to work and time to get the job done. But behind the scenes, I'm very laid back uh, just because that's just who I am. And when it, like I said, when it's time to go in the ring, that's 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 time to go to work, that's what's paying the bills keeping the roof over the heads, and the more I excel in that ring, the more my name is known everywhere, that means the the better the income, the more bookings, the more titles Everybody loves to collect titles now. I guess that's the thing. So I, I guess I can collect titles.
1: Yeah, belt collectors are kind of a thing about it. Now, I got to ask you a question. Being involved with Impact Wrestling and seeing kind of the Forbidden Door work in a very cool aspect. I think Impact really did it the best over everybody else. They worked with so many promotions. There was all, there was a meme going around last year of Scott Demore with Thanos's gauntlet, and he literally had every company that they had worked with. Seeing the Forbidden Door work in a successful way and knowing that I guess fans can kind of see these dream matches that we talk about on the internet or that we you know, play in our video games when we, when we make those characters that aren't necessarily on the rosters. How cool is it to be involved where The Forbidden Door flourished with so much success?
0: It's just good for the business in general. It allows these open door policies where companies are working together and it allows fans to just be engaged more. Because we're even talking before in the locker room, one of the conversations is like, fans now, I can't imagine being one just because there's so much wrestling to watch. And it's like you have to pick your guy like you're picking a football team or a soccer team or well, football, like European football, mm-hmm. if you want to mm-hmm. say it that way. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have your team, and that's who you're going with, and it's the same with wrestling. Like, that's your guy, that's who you're going with. I did that when I was a kid. I had Bret Hart, and then Stone Cold came along, and then Stone Cold took over. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, cool. But then I still had my little bit of favorites here and there of, like, certain things they do. And it's just finding just ah, – it's, it's a cool time in wrestling.
1: I absolutely agree. It really I, is. I really and, do. I agree And with you.
0: the fact that just, I, with Mania coming up, the, that's always the bigger season. And you have all these WrestleCons and all these super shows that end up happening between indie promotions that are big like this. Uh, it's just fun to see wrestling just awesome again.
1: I think that's the greatest way to put it, is wrestling is is awesome again. It's almost like make America great again, but just make pro wrestling fun again. No, not in, not in the same aspect. We're not, we're not gonna talk about that. No. But in the, in, in the same form or fashion, it is cool to see pro wrestling kind of pop culture relevancy again, because we had that little burst where in like the late 90s, early 2000s, everybody was a wrestling fan.
0: Yeah, and I think with COVID too, I think that like it's, it's a bad situation turned something good where people were more at home again, so it's something to watch, wrestling. People got interested, wrestling. while people are still doing shows without crowds, I've had the benefit of working in front of people without crowds and anybody there. And that, like, that's the loss. Like, that's the one piece that is missing the most is having that crowd to gauge onto because it's very hard. Mm-hmm. You go out there, it's very awkward. You're beating somebody up. You have nobody to jaw jack at, like to feed off of and get that energy, and you have to bring that energy as well. So that was also a lesson there.
1: So would you? In jawjacking, I gotta ask that because, you know, you kinda do play the, the badass, the, you know, I don't care if you like me, I'm out there to do a job. But when you get into it, when a fan gets in your space, and some fans do cross that line between reality and, and fiction, how do you deal with it? How do you deal with the jaw jacking fan?
0: I know that I'm the pro wrestler and they're the fan. They're the one that paid for the ticket to see me.
1: Right. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what they say yeah, because they care. still pay. Yeah, I don't, I don't care.
0: You can sit there and just cuss me out, say whatever slur you want. I'm just gonna smile and laugh at you and give it right back.
1: Yeah, absolutely, that's true. At the last SD show, you did get into it with a rather small fan. I did. He, he got kind of, kind of got up in he your even space. Even in the ring, You did. I thought I was gonna have to get in there and wrestle him. What, what was your, what was your thought I'm not process? Not gonna hit though? a kid. No, you're not gonna hit a kid.
0: Maybe I would. I don't
1: know. Uh, you know, we haven't crossed that bridge. No. Yet. no. <laughs> <laughs> So I got to ask this. You live in Orlando, and we actually talked about this off camera. Disney World, it's kind of around the corner. I'm sure, I'm sure the wife loves it very much. When you do go, do you have a fa- favorite Disney princess? Because everybody does. I do. I'll let you know my favorite princess. She's not really a princess, but she's badass. Mulan. Mulan is pretty badass. It's
0: a good one. Yeah. I, I would go with Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Belle? But, like, not the done-up one. The actual, like, the blue and the white dress. The very,
1: the very just... Girl next door. Girl or... next door girl. Yeah. I love it. Actually, if you think about it, you kind of you kind of did Mary Bell. I did. You guys are kind of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. She softened your heart a little bit. Well, maybe I'm the beauty. Maybe yeah, she No, she, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. No, my wife's. She, no, she's a sweetheart, but she, she is. is she yeah. is an absolute killer in the ring. Yes. Do you guys, um, when you're, how cool is it to be, I guess, working in the same organization as your your better half, as your significant other, knowing that you can kind of travel, but also you have these separate bookings where you're your own entity, your own brand, but then can kind of come together and have that, I guess relationship time in the business, if that makes sense.
0: It's fun, I was actually talking to her before, I was like, I I miss traveling with her when we do go to shows together, just because it's fun to go do things or go eat somewhere we haven't eaten before at certain restaurants. But it is fun to get out there and kind of get this indie experience that she had before she signed with WWE and got all that time out there. I never really got to have this involvement on the indie scene and to go out to towns, come to Canada, go wherever I want to go and just kind of have fun with it on my own and enjoy learning from certain people. And just for her and I, even at work, during the day, we don't really talk to each other. It's like a kind of a drive-by hello. You good? And then, okay, good, see you later. And then once like the show's done and we're done with TVs or whatever it is, like then we become couple again. So it's just, so what
1: about, Uh, You know, let's talk about the Indies for a second. Uh, Now getting that experience and that exposure to kind of travel the world and really cut your teeth on the Indies and work with those people that you may not have a chance to always work with, what's the, I guess, the coolest experience or maybe the biggest adjustment period you've had to being on the Indies?
0: Uh, Just learning the style kind of a little bit more where coming from the WWE style and knowing how to TV wrestle and you come to the Indies and you have so many different, like just different Uh, niches say, like Mm -hmm. MMA style high flyer luchador but then it's a mixture of everything into matches and it's just adapting to it and that's the fun part for me is because it's wrestling is whatever you want it to be and whatever attracts you to wrestling as a fan is going to be what you like when you see it out there so it's like okay cool where can I take from here where can I take from here a little bit and just learn but also just see what's going to be coming up in the business at some point in like the next 10 years of some of the talent that are out there
1: it is pretty amazing to see that, that the future of pro wrestling, the present is amazing. The past, a legacy, we'll all remember and never forget. But the future is ridiculously bright with the amount of, of male, female, even intergender, if you will, uh, 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 tra- trans and all that stuff that are coming up through the ranks. And they are all just absolutely killing it. Is there anybody on the indies right now that you kind of have your eye on that you, if given the right opportunity, the right booking, you'd love to get in the ring with and mix it up?
0: Uh... Stole my rematch with Alex Hammerstone from MLW. We got to work at a jersey show at, I forget the name of the company it was, but it was in uh, Asbury Park, and uh, that's one of those ones I wish we had a full building and, like, a sellout crowd to. Just that's one of those matches I'd like to get back. Um, Revolver, there's so many talent there that I would love to work with.
1: Yeah, the roster over there is ridiculously insane. And then even
0: here at Destiny, just, I got Prince tonight, which would be a fun one, even though I'm going to kick the crap out of him. Uh... Yeah, there's, there's, there's talent everywhere.
1: There's talent everywhere. It's kind of like, it's almost like Christmas. Every time you, you get booked on a show, it's like, I'm gonna wrestle somebody I haven't wrestled and I'm looking forward to it. Cuz I've heard about this, this wrestler, I've heard that they can really give it. And I wanna, I wanna be able to go in there and mix it up with them. Yeah. That's absolutely the coolest part. Now, big question, in Impact, you are absolutely annihilating majority of the roster. And I mean that with the utmost respect. Rick Swan, former Impact World Champion. You had that street fight, incredible. Uh, by the way, did we ever find out who was stupid enough to try to drive out of the parking lot while you guys were having that match? Don't know. We don't know who was in that car. Somebody G-
0: that probably didn't like me.
1: Probably, I get that.
0: They saw I was on TV and they just left. Yeah, they. Uh, I get it, fair enough. I get it.
1: But you know what, hey, they paid for, regardless, the ticket was paid for. Yep. They just left early to avoid traffic. Yep. But right in the middle of a fight, and how did they not think their vehicle was gonna be used as a weapon? Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. But you've been going through world champions. Yep you've been making your mark, and you basically have, have stated numerous times, it's not about getting opportunities, I'm going to take the opportunities. I'm gonna take what's rightfully mine. Well, obviously Josh Alexander is in your sights. I know this, the Impact fan base knows this. I tweeted this last week. You absolutely did, and that's why I'm touching on it. Josh Alexander, when, where, do you think you're gonna get an opportunity from, you know, Santino Morello, who's now taking over for Scott Moore, or when Scott Moore returns?
0: Uh, Obviously, with uh, the golden six shooter that just happened. uh, Swan won that, uh, beat him. I beat everybody that was in that match. uh, Multiple or a few of them twice or multiple times I've beaten them. Uh, It's not up to me. Uh, Like I said, I'm just gonna keep doing me. I'm gonna keep beating anybody they put in front of me. And when the time comes, if Josh is still champion or not, Uh, Even if I have to go through him and he doesn't have the title and beating a former world champion, especially one that's held the title for the longest in Impact history. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, In a perfect world, uh, it would be me and him and for the title at maybe Rebellion. I don't know. I would love no surrender, but we'll find out. I guess Rich Swan has that opportunity.
1: Absolutely, but also it will be pretty awesome to see you guys mix it up at Slammiversary, which is Impact's WrestleMania. I mean, that is a big event.
0: Would be a good one. Uh, Just whenever that opportunity comes, which I know it's coming soon. But uh, we'll see.
1: Absolutely. Now, another question is, because I know you're a very big advocate. I mean, you know, being married to one of the best female wrestlers on the planet uh, and also yourself being a talent. Do you think Impact, I mean, Impact's always been at the forefront of changing the landscape and evolving before everybody else does. I almost think Impact sets the course and then everybody else kind of like, oh, they did it over there, but we can do it here. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Impact is due for another, you know, female heavyweight champion? Um,
0: maybe. I don't know. I'm not a... I'm not the biggest fan just because if I'm a wrestling fan watching, I don't want to see a woman being hit by a man. That's just my take on it. I got you. So it's nothing to take away. For, like, if you're into intergender wrestling, any of that, like, that's perfectly okay. Just not my, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I'll take from, like, if I'm wrestling a woman or I have to be in there, I took a few moves at and uh, call your shot, gauntlet, a bunch of the girls kicked my ass. Uh, but that's they, just They did actually They did <laughs> Tasha got me good too She uh, did. She got me with that cutter She's a firecracker man so, And then even Killer Kelly Laid some in on me But um, Yeah just I'm not a fan uh, just, just not my cup of tea On that one I got But But uh, if, if it was to happen I could see a Jordan Grace um, My wife possibly Like it, it, She's one of the best Technical wrestlers In the world so I don't know. Anything can happen.
1: Absolutely. An impact is always at the landscape if anything can happen. And you mentioned two great names, You know, your wife and Jordan Grace, two obvious choices for whoever would be the face of the company if they were given the opportunity. Now, I guess my final question before we wrap it up, and again, thank you so much for giving Straight Talk the time because uh, to get you know big names like you and to be able to sit down and conversate, and it's pretty cool because I know I didn't pick you, but now I can say that Steve Macklin's my friend. We, we chopped it up for 15 we're minutes. We are, uh, no? Okay acquaintances. There we go, acquaintances are cool. So my final question is, um, looking at the landscape of pro wrestling and how pop culture it is now, um, is there anybody that I guess, if The Forbidden Door continues to stay open or there's working relationships between organizations, especially the big companies, is there anyone from a different organization that crosses over an impact that you yourself might like to mix it up with? Again, given the right booking and the right opportunity or vice versa?
0: I would say me and Adam Cole. Uh, he's someone I wish I got to work with in NXT. We had briefly run-ins with six-mans or tag matches but never him involved and now it's one of those matches like I enjoy what he does and I, I enjoy watching him just from a fan standpoint but also as a peer standpoint and that's somebody I know if it we're putting the right storyline and the right right business was done I think that would make some magic and make, make some money.
1: Absolutely you and Adam Cole would be fire. I mean as a wrestling fan shut up and take my money I'd pay for that in a heartbeat it'd be one hell of a fight actually it wouldn't be a fight I believe it'd be an all-out war and I think you two definitely have the right moxie for the one-upsmanship. Okay, cool, you, you hit me with the super kick? No problem, I'm just gonna take your head off with a clothesline, it's all good. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all about the one, two, three. Steve Macklin, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. And if you don't mind, if you can look at the camera and give that Steve Macklin energy and say you just had a great conversation with Straight Talk and now we're acquaintances, maybe somebody could subscribe to our channel? If you wanna subscribe to this channel, just because we now became friends,
0: subscribe to Straight Talk, this is Steve Macklin. Follow me at Steve Macklin on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Steve Macklin store, Shop Impact Deals, and uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. But, yeah, straight talk. Pick me next time.
1: I absolutely will. I have a feeling that just by your intensity right now, I think I may have made the right wrong decision up front. I'll be honest absolutely with you, I, I, and I think you're gonna. I, I, I have a sense that if the match goes your way, I tend to prove everybody wrong. You right. Right. do. Have
0: you not noticed that over the past two years? I have, okay. I
1: have, and I I. I read I, the
0: headlines every time when I got let go. I read the headlines like, ah, oh, who cares? I'm not gonna do anything.
1: Fuck that. You know what, I, when you got let go, I'll be honest with you, if we can extend this a little bit, when you got let go, I was looking forward to seeing what, what you could do with creative freedom and creative control. And I think you've proved everybody wrong. I mean, you made me a fan. In NXT, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, ah, you know what, he's all right, I see potential. But I, as a wrestling fan, I have to see more. You have to see somebody more often to see potential. And now, given that landscape and given the opportunity to be seen more, you've definitely proved all the naysayers wrong. You gotta love keyboard warriors. Anybody can talk big behind a keyboard. At least, you know, I didn't pick you, but I'm here sitting beside you admitting that I didn't pick you.
0: I know, but the keyboard warriors are the best though because then the first one's in line at the, for the 8 by 10s That's,
1: true. that's true. true. I will be in line for an 8 by 10 because I need to add Steve Macklin to the wall of Straight Talk Studios. But guys, peace, love, and wrestling. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week.
0: Leaving the scene with no trace Not in my leave You out of place I'm not at the top, I'm out of space can't eat with us, we're out of place, I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan You can't relate Straight are going state to state